This is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hey, gang. How is everybody feeling? Happy Friday Eve. Welcome to the Workday Red Zone. A couple of hours to kill here today on the Ticket Radio Network. And we thank you for tuning in. Uh, wherever you may be tuning in today, whether that is on your radio dial, online at 953theticket.com or through the TuneIn app. Just remember to get that downloaded and then search KNEA. If you want to shout at us today, easy enough, 930-3776. That is still the number on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications, to the best of my knowledge. No no uh, upcoming plans to change that. I hope not. That and Red Wolf Mark's phone number are literally the only two numbers I still have memorized anymore. Uh, you can also reach out to us on social media today. Facebook.com slash the ticket radio is one place to find us. Uh, I'm on Twitter as well at Kara underscore Richie. Got a question of the day posted for you there that you can find by using the hashtag WDRZ. I'm Kara. I'm joined in studio for hour one by Keith Merritt. Good afternoon. Of course, also with us today is producer Cade Carlton. Good afternoon. And that is uh, who you're going to be hearing from. At least today in hour one, we do have a guest that we're going to start off the one o'clock hour with as we continue to get closer and closer to Tigers and Red Wolves. Might as well get to know more about this Memphis football team. So today, uh, Memphis beat writer Evan Barnes of the Commercial Appeal is going to join us. Evan's great. He's joined us the past couple of years since since A-State and Memphis have resumed this series. That has been our go-to guy and uh, very thrilled that he can join us again today. Again, one o'clock is when we'll start throwing questions at him about whether or not he's found the paint bucket yet i'm not even kidding i wrote that down it's my first question that's gonna be the first thing that comes out of my mouth we'll talk about offense and defense and they're one and one start and whatever else but i'm some way somehow where's the paint bucket some way somehow i'm gonna get to the bottom of this paint bucket mystery investigative reporting hopefully by 2030 when this series wraps up we'll see be nice it would be nice what else is going on today let's look (laughs) around at uh some headlines here for Arkansas State football, of course, uh, all attention from the Red Wolves is going to Memphis right now. That is the big focus this week. And just uh, looking at the rivalry, I cannot say this phrase, rivalry week notes. <laughs> A-State, of course, has played Memphis more than any other program in school history. And Saturday's game is going to mar- mark the 61st all-time meeting. So, Again, Red Wolves and Tigers slated to face each other at six in the next eight seasons if you count Saturday's matchup. Meanwhile, we got a schedule release. The 101st season of Arkansas baseball is on deck. 56 regular season contests, including a 19-game homestand, are, is what's going to be ahead for the Diamond Hogs in 2023. Razorbacks going to once again play a lot of in-state opponents, and that will include Arkansas State on April the 4th in Fayetteville, so the Razorback season gets underway at the College Baseball Showdown. That is February the 17th. Last night, of course, history was made for the St. Louis Cardinals, which was the big note about last night's game with the Brewers. But in terms of what else happened, St. Louis did earn a split in its two-game series against Milwaukee by topping the Brewers 4-1. to So now it's five games against the Reds. It starts tonight at 645 on 95.9 The Wolf. We'll talk some Cardinals with you this hour. In terms, though, of today's CavanaughCars.com question, it is a simple one, and it's going to be one where an answer either 
instantly pops into your head or you're just entirely too nice of a human being. <laughs> but for today, I want to know which team do you love to hate the most? It could be a college rivalry. It could be a team from your team's pro division. Or it could just be a program with absolute awful fans, and you hate them for that reason. But pretty much everybody has a team out there that they love to see fail almost as much as you love to see your team win. There's a lot of insufferable teams out there. I always like questions like Oh, there like are boatloads. <laughs> I always do. Selfishly, I enjoy questions like this because as fun as it is to talk about best and favorites and things like that, over the years of doing this, I've learned that when we can get you guys mad or we can talk about hate, we get more responses to those questions than talking about things you love. <laughs> there are fan bases that exist that are insufferable, absolutely insufferable. And it doesn't matter whether the team they root for is doing yeah. well or doing poorly. They just poison the water where they live. I'm not going to mention any names. Cough, Tennessee, cough. Uh, They're going to blame Bitch Jones for your comment. I know. That's one of the reasons I can't stand the fan base. Now, do I have a mat on for Josh Hoople? No. No. Have a mat on for the football team? I'm sure they're... All fine young men who are kind to their mothers. Sure. But that fan base? Nah. I don't want anything good to happen for that fan base. <laughs> uh, this could be team or program or fan base or franchise, I guess, is the direction that uh, that we're going with today. But again, as a, as a sports fan, who do you love to hate the most? Uh, there's not really a lot to elaborate on with that question, so we'll go ahead and, and head to break here pretty, pretty quick. But I want to throw out what is some recently breaking college football news, and it's something that I'm certainly glad to see, so I want to pass it along to you all as well, even though it's not going to impact anything that's going on in college football for several, several, several months. However, college football and the playoff committee has announced that the college football playoff national championship, which is... Look ahead, look ahead, look ahead. All the way on January the 9th, 2023. We'll now kick off at 6.30 our time instead wow. of 7.20. So while ultimately, as a fan, I would still like to see this game played on a Saturday instead of a Monday. Yeah. The fact that it is now going to hopefully end by 10.30 instead of 11.30? That's, that's, that's a win. I'll take it. I will take it. So slowly but surely getting this game where it needs to be. Now, their next step is to change the NCAA championship tip-off time from 8 p.m. to 7 p.m. But baby steps, baby steps. Yeah. We're going to take this one step at a time. I would have liked that this year. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, it's that won't come up until until April whatever -ith. So we've still got a few months to kill. Maybe we'll see if, uh, you know, if this college football playoff still gets monster ratings, which it will because we mm -hmm. love this stupid sport, when it still gets monster ratings kicking off at 6.30 as opposed to 7.20, maybe they'll think, hey, maybe we shouldn't be starting having all these games last until 11 o'clock at night. But we'll see. We'll see. Let's go to the phones. Fan Fanatic is with us on the Right Fiber Hotline. How are you? Hello, Kara. I'm all right. Uh, the easiest college to not like for 
Red Bulls would seem to be Northwest Arkansas Junior College and those uh, Razor, uh, whatever they are, Razor Rocks or whatever. Oh, you're going to start it early on today's show, are yeah. you? Yeah, I'm not, they're not very Well, the fans are a little arrogant to suit me. I was born in Fort Smith and moved here from Rogers, so I've been right in the middle of them most of my life, but uh, never could become a fan. I've tried, but I just ain't much for me to like. There are... They did win a, they did win a, they're pretty arrogant for a team that the last time they won a, a, a conference championship was 1989. So, you know, they try to win one every 40 years or so. Well, then they're almost and there. I can dish it out. I can take it. We've had to learn to take it. So there we go. I don't really hate anyone, actually. I enjoy the banter sure. but, uh, with the cousins and and high school friends and things that went to school there. But I visited the campus before I visited this campus to decide which school to go to. And just, I don't know. I like the warm, fuzzy Northeast Arkansas feel. Thank you. Thank you, Fan Fanatic. He gets the, uh, the hotline hopping yeah, right, right out of the gate. So Warm I it up. Boom. Again, what uh, what team do you love to hate the most? That's our KavanaughCars.com question today. Phone lines are going to be open during the break, 930-3776. But we'll step away for our first break of this hour, sponsored by David Martin Office Interiors. And we'll be back to dive more into this, dive into some Memphis talk right after this here on The Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Sarah Huckabee Sanders. When I'm governor, we will educate kids, not indoctrinate them with the left's agenda. We will empower parents, not bureaucrats. And we will prepare students for the workforce, not government dependency. I believe every kid growing up in this state should have access to a quality education, a good job, and a better life right here in Arkansas. Sarah Huckabee Sanders will fight back against Biden and the radical left's agenda. Inflation is a pay cut for every Arkansan, and Biden's policies are only making it worse. As governor, I'll begin phasing out the state income tax to give you a pay raise and unleash bold reforms to make Arkansas one of the best places to start and grow a business, creating thousands of new high-paying jobs. Fighting back against the radical left, empowering Arkansans, Sarah Huckabee Sanders for governor. Paid for by Sarah for Governor. Gamble Homes Shop Local Park at the Farfield Curve invites you and your family out for a fun night of free music this Saturday, September 17th. Their Shop Local Show's summer concert series is in full swing. Music begins at 6 p.m. with a great lineup starting with R. Harrington at STB, followed by Joe Bateman, and wrapping up with the Eli Adams Band. Food trucks will be there, too, so come out early, grab a spot on the lawn, and enjoy this free event this Saturday, September 17th at Gamble Homes Shop Local Park. Gamble Home, shop local, get local. Let's do lunch at Houlihan's at the Embassy Suites in Jonesboro. Whether you're craving comfort food or lighter fare, something small portioned or a bit more substantial, even meatless or gluten-free, Houlihan's will make it perfect just for you. Ask about the Let's Do Lunch card from Houlihan's, where you'll get 15% off your food purchase, and after four visits, your lunch is free. Exclusions apply. Feed your lifestyle at Houlihan's at the Embassy Suites in Jonesboro. Perfect atmosphere and perfect price to get lunch any way you like. 
Anywhere, anytime, any season, Poinsett Turf Grass Company grows the very best natural grass you can find anywhere. And they do it right here in Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's Tahoma 31 Bermuda, Palisades Zoysia, Northbridge Bermuda, or Tifway 419 Bermuda, Poinsett Turf Grass can provide sod for your home, corporate office, sports field, or an entire golf course. And they harvest all year long. Poinsett Turf Grass, a family-owned company for over 20 years. Call 578-2391 for pickup and delivery. Visit their Facebook page and at PoinsettTurfGrass.com. Hey, this is Jordan Kohler, owner here at Roof Raiders, and I want to thank you for voting us best roofing company in the best of NEA contest and Premier Magazine's contest. Northeast Arkansas has seen its fair share of bad storms, and with that comes storm-chasing companies that don't have your best interests at heart. Roof Raiders is locally owned with fast, reliable service. When the sky is clear, Roof Raiders will still be here, ready to serve your family best. This is our hometown, too. Visit RoofRaiders.com. Roof Raiders, always on top. Roof Raiders works hard to keep a roof over our heads. And when it needs to be repaired, go with the locally owned, five-star rated, and award-winning professionals that cover Northeast Arkansas. I'm talking Roof Raiders. Roof Raiders works fast, and they take extra care to make sure every shingle and nail and detail is done right. And Roof Raiders takes the extra step of working with your insurance adjusters on the phone or face-to-face to negotiate on your behalf. Call now for a free inspection. 870-919-6085. That's 870-919-6085. Or online at roofraiders.com. Farmers, harvest will be here before you know it, and Pico Foods is ready to buy your new crop corn in Milo. Before you book, call Pico, a fourth-generation family-owned business and the eighth-largest poultry producer in the U.S. Pico Foods buys direct from local producers at always competitive prices. Pico believes in supporting their own agricultural community, and right now, they're buying new crop corn in Milo. Call today. In Arkansas and Missouri, call David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, call Craig Bird or John Taylor Hickman, 601 670 this is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. It's Kara, Keith, and Cade hanging out with you on a Thursday. Again, coming up the second hour of the program. We'll talk with Evan Barnes, who covers Memphis football for the commercial appeal. But now we'll throw out, uh, here in just a moment at least, some of our takeaways from this Memphis squad in this upcoming game. Well, we welcome you back in. This hour sponsored by David Martin Office Interiors. Our phone lines are open at 9303776. What team do you love to hate the most? I thought before our previous phone call that I could tell you the most popular answers from A-State fans today would be Memphis, Louisiana Tech, and the Cajuns. But <laughs> let me go ahead and just be 0 for 1 uh, to start today's <laughs> program. Um, that being said, you know, you look at, at what those three teams have in common uh, in terms of the relationship with A-State and the fans, and, and there's two things, obviously, that stand out. And, and one is familiarity, because those are three of the most played series in Arkansas football history. And then, of course, the other is is geography. So, I mean, you play the Cajuns every year. Yeah, you're going to get. And the two team, the two schools, have tended to be good at the same times. This is true. And so, they're more For- often than not they're important games in the conference, in addition to whatever bragging rights you have. For multiple years, that was the game that decided a Sunbelt champion. Yeah. 
you know, when, when Hud Spith was still at the helm there, uh, that was just so, so, so important. But, you know, you look at some of those teams that, that I've mentioned, A-State has now faced the Ragin' Cajuns. Uh, I'm looking at Winsipedia, so I don't have the official university count, but it looks like this year's meeting is going to be matchup number 50. So an important one there or a nice little round number there. Of course, this game against Memphis is going to be matchup number 61. Uh, you look at some other long-time and, and frequent opponents, of course, already throughout uh, Louisiana Tech. Shout out Big Dave, who once upon a time called Rustin the armpit of Louisiana, <laughs> which is still a quote that I forever remember from this program. Don't remember all the phone calls, but I remember that one. Uh, but uh, A-State and Louisiana Tech have, have squared off 38 times, I believe. So a lot of familiarity in, in some of those matchups. And uh, those are great ones because not only can you, it, with the with the geography, not only can you watch your team win in that rivalry at home, but you can go, go on travel the on the road as well. Yeah. I would anticipate uh, a lot of A-State fans headed over this weekend oh, yeah. to Memphis. Uh, a lot, a lot. Just a, a heads up. Not that this is being put out by the university or anything. And, and if it is, I'm sorry if I'm stepping on anybody's toes. Wear red. Black and blue look too close together. If, you're, if you've got bad vision and you're looking from far away like we will be out of the press box. Wear red. Wear red. Stand out. No need, no need to blend in with that Memphis crowd. Wear your red. Wear it proudly. And uh, easy peasy, everybody will know you're an A-State fan. Uh, speaking of, of uh, you know, outfits for Saturday, uh, A-State football did put out its uniform video this morning. And it was it was nicely done for, for numerous different reasons. One, I like the jersey, which we'll get to in a moment. But instead of just doing the standard video where they put a player out in the pines and he points at his jersey and points at his helmet and stuff like that, um, what they did is they took, you know, the standard uniform reveal video things that we see all the time, but they also put in several clips of historic games and historic wins against Memphis. So Highlights. Yeah, highlights. Highlights from some of the wins in that series. And what we have seen this week is we have seen the, the A-State coaches and the A-State players lean all the way in to this rivalry. There have been coaches in the past that have that have downplayed it and said things along the lines of, you know, we want our players to go out and, and approach all 12 games with the same hunger and intensity. Well, that's great. And maybe that's what Butch Jones is telling his players this week in the locker room. And, and, if, he, and if he is, that's fine, and I understand it. But coaches have to, have to be aware that in some games, the fans want it more. And this is one of those games where the fans, the fans want, want it. it more. And I've everything I've heard this week, one, makes it abundantly clear that every coach and every player on that, that team is, is aware of that. But then, two, you know, they're leaning into what feedback they're getting from the fans as well. So, I mean, I flash back to, and, and Cade, you can do a better job with his, with his comments than, than I'm going to do here because you were there in person. But I flash back to uh, Tuesday's press conference where, um, offensive tackle McKeelan Thomas was talking about, you know, oh, we know this is rivalry week. There was a different buzz in the building the second we walked in for our first practice after we flipped the script from Ohio State. Yeah. And I'm doing a poor job of paraphrasing. No, that. I mean, not really. That was kind of exactly what he said. Okay. <laughs> Which, by the way, uh, of course, McKeelan Thomas is a redshirt freshman. He's played uh, six games of college football in his life. But because he is an offensive lineman, he's a great talker. 
I'm, yes. always, I'm always blown away. <laughs> now, Butch Jones, on the other hand, downplayed it, which you expected. Hey, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. That's Butch Jones. He's Butch Jones is Butch Jones. And, of course, over the years, uh, if you've listened to him talk, you know what I mean. But he's very steady, a little coach-speaky sometimes. He's he's going to say the same things each yes. and every week. Pretty much. He is. But, you know, you heard those comments from, from McKeelan Thomas. Uh, you heard those com- comments from Kavon Bennett. Uh, just an early heads up tomorrow, you know, we'll have some audio on the show from Kavon Bennett. We'll have some audio on the, the show from linebackers coach John Shalala. And Coach Shalala talked about that as well. And, and one of the reasons that, you know, this game is kind of circled is is more and more now we're starting to see more A-State players on this roster from the Memphis area. So this is big for A-State, for, for those players to be able to go back to Memphis um, a university that in many cases did not recruit said players from the Memphis area that ended up on the A-State roster. So, of course, all those young men feel like they've got something to prove when they go across the bridge on Saturday. And there will undoubtedly be potential and in uh, future Red Wolves in the stands as well because of the offers that are already out in, in the Memphis area for the classes of 23 and 24. So I... I get that Butch Jones is going to be Butch Jones and say, you know, we want our team to address the same, every game with the same level of intensity and effort. It's the most important week because it's the week we're in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to coach, speak it up, and that's fine. But I like hearing everybody else say, no, 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 it's Memphis week. We're, We're up for this one. We're ready for this one. Because, again, every... Every coach in every situation is is different. But I think about, over the past decade, some of the most hard-to-swallow losses as a fan. The bowl game against Middle Tennessee, the Camellia Bowl. As a fan, you would have win that one. They're a former conference mate. The last time you played them before that was a 45 to nothing curb-stopping. That was one of the most beautiful displays of football we've ever seen at Centennial Bank Stadium. And then you go out and you perform like that. Memphis in 2013. You had that one beautiful moment of J.D. McKissick diving into the end zone from like the seven-yard line and it went viral and they put a clip behind it and it was on Vine or whatever because that was popular at the time and we (laughs) didn't have TikTok yet and everybody saw it and it was amazing and wonderful. And that was five seconds of positive in a hideous 60-minute performance. That was not a fun game. It was not. And those two games, despite all of the the wins we've been lucky to see as fans over the years, those two still stick out. And they make me angry. And I felt like going into both of those games, the coaching staffs were just like, oh, you know, it's just, you know, the bowl game. We just want to close out the, the year strong. And, you know, we're going to give this the same. It's, it doesn't matter that it's middle. And, and I felt like we heard that from Harson in 2013. You know, it's just... To us, it's just another game, and we're trying to maintain the same focus and intensity. Else, it's not another game. It's not, and I'm glad to hear. Even if Jones is not going to do it because he's Butch Jones, I'm glad to hear everybody else in that program doing that because I don't think I know that Tiger fans do not view this game the same way that A State fans do. No, Tiger fans want to be rivals with Ole Miss. And, and Ole Miss wants to be rivals with Mississippi State, is a rival with Mississippi State. So sometimes yeah. you have sometimes you have unbalanced rivalries. 
But yes. I can tell you this right now. Memphis is going to be miserable if they lose on Saturday. And I like that this staff's focus is Absolutely trying to make them miserable. Utterly miserable. So we'll see. We'll see how that unfolds. Um, we'll find out, you know, a, a lot more in-depth on this actual Memphis football team, of course, again, at, at 1 o'clock today when Evan Barnes joins us and really looking forward to that. But I, I've gone through, you know, their game notes and, and their stats. And there's one thing more than, than anything else that leaps off the page at me in their statistical rankings. Um, there's some good things they do. You know, they haven't turned it over much. There's still a team that's going to try and run the football and, and things like that. But one thing they are really, really bad at is third down defense. And I wonder if part of that is, you know, week one they played a team that was better than them in in Mississippi State. In week two they played Navy. And even though Navy's not that good anymore, that type of offense can still wear you down and, and yeah. extend drives. So I'm looking forward to hearing the the answer from Evan as to why that is. But you go back to, to last year, and of course while the the chunk plays were the story of the game, Memphis was able to start out really, really strong because they converted their first five third downs in a, in a row. So can A-State be that team this year that is able to extend, extend drives? drives? Because right now their third down defense is, is very subpar. And when I say subpar, I mean they are allowing teams to convert 60% of their third downs. And I think that ranks them 129 or 130 in, in all of college football. Refresher, there are 131 teams this year. So they're not dead last. They're just real close. So, again, we'll find out more from, from Evan today. Some notes that, that don't really have anything to do with Memphis. But I went through today and I I was just curious because I re-upped my – I got a subscription to PFF. Pro Football Focus. And what they do is they go through and they they grade players. Now, it's primarily used, I think, more for, for NFL fans. You can, you know, plug in your fantasy team and figure out how they're going to win. And, of course, it's used for, for betters. Betters use it heavily. But I just wanted to kind of check in and see where some of these A-State guys rank. Because I did this last year. And I do want to tell you that in, in 2021, the... A straight grades were were pretty, <laughs> were pretty bad. I have them written down somewhere. I'll see if I can go find them. And and by pretty bad, I mean there were there were numerous players who ranked like in the three hundreds at their various and assorted positions, and that's just not that's 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 not good. So I wanted to see, even though of course it is a a minuscule sample size, being just two weeks into the season, I wanted to see if there were. Any Red Wolves that were maybe closer to the top of the leaderboard this year than the bottom. And the bottom of the leaderboard. And uh, I was pleasantly surprised by by a couple three guys. One, I say pleasantly surprised, but I'm not at all surprised to see that Champ Fleming's grades out as the number five wide receiver in all of college football. He's great. He has been great in two games. And just to, to clarify, there is a minimum snap count that they use with these rankings. So there could be somebody out there who's better, but he that hasn't played. Whatever. Anyways, we're getting into into minuscule notes here on this. But Champ Fleming's currently grades out as the number five wide receiver in, in FBS. And again, these guys go through and they watch they watch every player and every play of every FBS game in the twenty two season. So 
Right now, he grades out at, at number five. I am not surprised by that. What did maybe catch me a little off guard in, in a very positive way is that currently, Johnny Lang is graded out as the 11th best halfback. And I'll, I'll be honest, that number took me a little bit by surprise. One, because he's, you know, when Brian Sneed is, is available, that's certainly going to be a timeshare position. And then two, because Lang did not grade out nearly that highly last season. So all that talk that Butch Jones told us about in the spring and in the offseason and the preseason that Johnny Lang has worked so hard and he's one of the most improved players that we've ever had on any team and this, that, and the other. Right now the data is telling us that Jones wasn't just blowing smoke on that. Not that he's big on blowing smoke, period. But, you know, (laughs) there are coaches that that hype up their guys for a multitude of reasons. This is not hype. This is shown in the data. And one of the areas where, where Lang grades out really highly and something that, you know, I, I don't notice as much of as a fan because I s- still don't necessarily break down football in a good way. I just I watch the ball. Um, but Lang grades out really highly in pass blocking. so That's important. It is important. There is – Jones had a comment at the beginning of the season about how – I think maybe last year it was a unit of of rushers. And this year it's more of a unit of running backs. Because if you're a rusher, you're just grabbing the football and you're taking off with it. But if you're a running back, you're you're pass blocking. You're doing pass receiving. You're pass receiving. You're you're blocking. You're blocking, you're still running the football too. But it's a lot more than just taking off with the football and and Hoping to making yards. Yeah, making yards. Get a first down. Woo. No, he is uh he is really developed as a running back. One more grade to throw at you. Sadie Traore is graded out right now as the thirteenth best tight end in FBS. So of course he was a guy that came into the twenty twenty signing class. Twenty twenty one signing class, excuse me. With all the hype in the world. I mean, Butch Jones was throwing out the name Travis Kelsey, which is a crazy high bar for a, for a yeah. kid that hasn't even played that much football because he, you know, grew up in London. But yet, well, I have no idea how Travis Kelsey graded out his collegiate career. I'm going to live and say pretty he dang pretty good. good. Yeah. Uh, but uh, again, Sadie Traore looks like he's taking a big leap in his sophomore season as well. So those are some positives. I didn't go through and write down uh, the ranking of every A-State player. But uh, there are some some significant gains on on how these guys have played. Again, it's week two, so we'll revisit this conversation a few times later on in the year as there is more data, more snaps to evaluate. But I thought those were positive notes, and I'm ready to see how those positive notes, you know, turn into better play on Saturday against Memphis. We'll step aside. Nine three zero three seven seven six is the number to call on the Right Fiber Hotline. What team do you love? to hate the most. We'll be right back for this hour sponsored by David Martin Office Interiors right after this on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. It's a summer of savings at Car Today. Car Today is offering you a great selection of clean, dependable cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs. Bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, no problem. Because at Car Today, we know that bad things happen to good people. And that's why we want to help you build your credit with one of our Carfax verified vehicles. All of our vehicles come with our peace of mind package included. Free warranty, free oil changes, debt protection, sales tax financed available, and satisfaction guaranteed. That's right. If you're not happy with your purchase within five days, you can return the vehicle. 
Stop by Car Today this summer and see how you really can buy here and pay here. Plus, when 10 people you refer buy a vehicle from us, we will pay off yours. For the best deals this summer on late model, low mileage, cars, trucks, and SUVs, get to Car Today. Buy today at Car Today, 3404 Stadium, or online at neacartoday.com. Car Today, we'll ride today. We just say yes. It's a mix and match special now at all Jonesboro area Domino's Pizza locations. Choose any two for $5.99 each for carryout or $6.99 each for delivery. How about a medium two-topping pizza, oven-baked sandwich, pasta in a tin, Domino's stuffed cheesy bread, salad, bread twists, marble brownies, and so much more. Switch it up for lunch or dinner for the whole game. The mix and match special with any two for only $5.99 each for carryout or $6.99 each for delivery. Only at your Jonesboro area Domino's Pizza locations. Wheat prices falling a bit this hour. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. December corn at 681 and a half, down three quarters, with March corn at 686 and three quarters, down a half. November soybeans at 1458 and a half, up three and a half, with January soybeans at 1465, up four. December wheat at 851 and a half, down 20 and three quarters. March wheat at 868 and a quarter, down 19 and three quarters. December cotton at 10267 down four with March cotton at 9958 unchanged. November rice at 1782 and a half up two and a half cents with January rice at 1805 and a half also unchanged. Moving on to livestock now, October live cattle at 145.50 up 115 with December live cattle at 151.20 up 115. September feeder cattle at 179.20 down 77 and a half with October feeder cattle at 180.70 down 72 and a half. October lane hogs at 96.62 and a half up 192 and a half with December hogs at 88.12 and a half up 282 and a half. That's your EAB Noon Market Report and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. Let's talk about America. Not taxes or tweets or the issues that divide us, but how incredible our country is. Left, right, up, down, state lines to winding coastlines. Whether you come home to a crowded city street, tree-lined suburb, or sleepy small town, everyone deserves to live in a clean, green, and thriving community. And we all share in the responsibility to create beauty that ripples from one neighborhood to another, and one block to the next. We are Keep America Beautiful, the nonprofit working with millions of people just like you to end littering, improve recycling, and beautify our communities. Because every mindful action and sustainable habit has a positive impact, and it all adds up. Learn how you can join Keep America Beautiful at kab.org. Together, we can do beautiful things. What I know about courage, I learned from my adoptive mom. She said sometimes you just gotta hold on and know we'll get through this. Mom, we are so high up. Hold my hand. (laughs) No, you hold my hand. Here we go. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. Visit AdoptUSKids.org to find out more. This message is brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. New now are sponsored by David Martin Office Interiors. Whether you're looking for some new desk or other seating, whether you need to put up cubicles or find some other ways to just make the design of your office flow. 
a little bit better. David Martin Office Interiors is who you need to reach out to. 870-972-0180. Again, 972-0180. Who is the team you'd love to hate? Call up that number and ask David. Just be like, hey. We need some new cubicles also. Who is the team you'd love to hate? kidding uh that's our <laughs> question uh you can reach out to us on the right fiber hotline um we'll we'll table that well i say we'll table that for a moment but i am you know perfectly fine uh hating on the brewers for a little bit although that's not my top team to hate they've been in the rotation for a few years especially yeah. when ryan braun was on that team uh not not a ryan braun fan but uh but you know i guess now you just replace him with throwing your hatred at, at Christian Yelich or, or somebody else on that organization. Uh, but uh, ultimately, Cardinals go out and take care of business last night. And and not that, because they're such pros, not that there was ever a concern that the moment would overwhelm Yadier Molina and Adam Wainwright, but it was a wonderful moment at the beginning of that game where they you know walk out and get ready to take their places on the mound and behind the dish and... Of course, the scene there in St. Louis is just as wild as you would expect. If there was an empty seat, I couldn't find it. And that place was packed. And uh, hat tip to Christian Yelich. He took that first pitch all the way. He was not going to swing. Didn't matter if it was a strike, if it was a ball. He wasn't going to take a cut. He just going to stand there, have the first pitch, let him throw it out. Okay, now. Now we're back to competing again. There were some great touches along the night, of course. They put out, there were multiple pictures put out of, of Yadier Molina's mask, which Keith, you mentioned on the program yesterday, that had, of course, uh, uh, the, the 50 on one side and the four on the other and the, the 325 on top of the head to mark <laughs> the, uh, the historical moment. Um, fans were, were given towels with, with 325. And then also, you know, they I thought it was... I'm I need just a heads up to anybody listening I need those Budweiser cans with Adam and Yanni on I'm not going to drink the beer I want the cans I want the cans I'm afraid you have to go into St. Louis okay and there's only like they were only available at like three or four different concession stands apparently because I was talking to someone about it a couple of weeks ago when I was there and here's what Steve if you get a beverage at a game they open it for you no matter what right so so I would just be they have to. You have to get. You have to get two, and then be like, "I'm not drinking the other one." <laughs> <laughs> Just find a way to seal it back up. Yeah. But uh, but when they did the post game last night, you know, in, in the post game they had all of those cans, those Yachty and Wayno yeah. Budweiser cans, uh, sitting in front of, sitting in front of all of the uh, the microphones. <laughs> so it was. St. Uh, Louis is a company town. It's been a company town for a long time. I grew up there, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But a uh, great moment, and of course, it uh, it would have been a little bit of a eh night if the Cardinals had lost that one, but uh, all the teammates, of course, stepping up to make sure that that wouldn't happen. Of course, there was, uh, well, there wasn't necessarily, you know, a, a dynamic moment from Yadier Molina at the plate. You did have something that yeah, we've it was. seen. He drove in the go-ahead Oh, run. yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, went blank. For some reason, I had just pictured in my head that he would go, that he would hit a home run, <laughs> which is not exactly something he's particularly known for. So I'm not sure why I had that outcome uh, scripted in my head going into last night. But 
we also saw what has kind of become a, a hallmark of, of those guys defensively and pitching-wise. You had a, a strike-em-out, strike throw-em-out. Throw out. Of course, the strike-em-out came on a curve, because how could it not? <laughs> yeah, it has to. <laughs> <laughs> so on a historical night, you had something that has happened not quite 325 times, but numerous times for, for those guys and their appearances together as a battery. I enjoyed Brendan Donovan applying the tag at second base. Pardon me, sir, but you are dead out. Where would you like me to put this baseball on you? It's Colton Wong, who yeah, should Colton know Wong. better. I I think he got a sign from Craig Council. I, I think that was a 3-2 hit and run, and if you don't make contact, you're dead. Yeah. Well, it's kind of interesting that there were some, you know, old friends that were along for the ride in that game. The aforementioned Colton Wong, who, of course, spent several years in St. Louis. And then Andrew McCutcheon, when is he going to go away? Um, Not for a while yet. He's, he still can play. I say that jokingly because he would never land on my love-to-hate list. He's actually an opposing player that I've always loved to love. Always loved watching McCutcheon play. But it does, it, and it's interesting because his stats actually do not bear it out. I've gone back and looked at his numbers against the Cardinals, and they aren't all that impressive. But yet at the same time, he seems like he has been a longtime thorn in St. Louis's side. Well, for all those years in Pittsburgh, he was the guy. Yeah. If somebody was going to hurt you yeah. in those lineups, it was going to be Andrew McCutcheon. He did ruin my birthday one year. <laughs> Went to a game in St. Louis on my birthday. Still to this day, the hottest sports environment I've ever been in. I mean that literally. It was like 107 at first Oy. pitch time. It was miserable. Miserable there uh, right by the field because I have a summer birthday. But that game, and I refused to leave games early. <laughs> so the entire game was just Andrew McCutcheon's dreadlocks running around the bases. It was like <laughs> a 14-2 to two game. It was awful. My and you friend, didn't leave early? No, my friends are probably still mad at me. God, I would have been, been out of there. <laughs> yeah, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I I don't know. I'm I'm one of those who doesn't leave early. I mean, I don't usually, but if the game's out of hand, the game's out of hand. Yeah. Back to last night. <laughs> last night's a lot more fun. <laughs> Magic number night. is down to 12. Yes. When the Cardinals got a win, uh, and a fun one, with Arenado and, and Newbar homering and Molina putting the Cardinals ahead for good uh, there with that uh, single in the second uh Cardinals back up to 25 games above 500. 12, 12 is now. 12 is the magic number. The magic number. So. Boy, did Nolan Arenado explode that baseball. He was looking first pitch fastball. He got it, and good Lord. <laughs> what did the Cardinals give up to get get him? Like some Cracker Jacks and a bat and a minor league player to be named later? Something like that. And they got money to pay him. Yeah, it's wild. That is just they got Nolan Arenado and money. That's wild to me. Uh, Cardinals, of course, open a series against the Reds tonight. 645 is your first pitch. And uh, a five-game series spread out over the course of the next four days. And, of course, I continue to look at uh, the pitching matchups. Um, I'd, I'd honestly not even to see how the rest of the team fares against the opposing starters. It's just flat out at this point in time, whether it's a righty or a lefty, and if we're going to see Albert in the lineup or not. Which, he's been in the lineup uh past couple of games against some left-handed pitchers, but... You know, it's uh, while it's still a bit of a coin flip if he's going to be in there or not against a righty, it is a absolute sure thing that he oh, will yeah, be in the lineup against, against the lefty. lefty. Right now, uh, the only lefty that is scheduled to start during this series for the Reds is going to be Mike Miner, 
who is going to be pitching on one of the games on Saturday. So that's the current slate. But everybody else, it looks like, is a righty. We'll see Albert out there some. And also, look, the Reds' starters are not exactly known for being great. So it's not like you've got... They're not the reincarnation of Christy Matheson. So it's not like whoever is starting the game is still going to be out there in the sixth inning or later. It's I mean, there's probably probably going to see a lot of bullpen from the Cubs, or excuse me, from the Reds. Excuse me, over the next couple of days. So should be plenty of abs for Albert. We'll see. We'll see. He's gone like three days without a home run. Now I'm getting eight. <laughs> Four days. It was Sunday was the last one. Yeah, Sunday was the last. He's one. due. He's due. We'll see one tonight. Speak it into existence. Uh, again, uh, you'll hear it on the Wolf. Hey, a quick kind of local baseball nugget uh, that I want to pass along. Of course, uh, if you've kept tabs at all on Gavin Stone. Our favorite Dodger. Yeah, this year, then then you'll know that he's had a pretty good season. But it's good enough that, that he's earned some national recognition. And, in fact, uh, yesterday, you know, I get a lot of email newsletters. And I get several from Major League Baseball, including their MLB Pipeline news, uh, newsletter. Jim Callis writes this who is a longtime baseball writer. And he, yesterday, in, in his email, highlighted five performances in all of minor league baseball that stood out the most in 2022. And Riverside alum Gavin Stone's name was on that list. So he pointed out, uh, quote, Stone has improved his repertoire in pro ball. Talks about his weapons. Says he has used those weapons to lead the minors in ERA and ranks seventh in strikeout rate while surging from high A to triple A. So cannot wait to see what's next. And you're in triple A, you're just one step away. You were on the doorstep. You're just one guy with a sore arm away from the show. Can't wait to see uh, how the rest of his story unfolds. But uh, I tell you what, we need to take one more break here in this hour, sponsored by David Martin Office Interiors. We'll come back, wrap it up right after this here on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Professional sports leagues are no strangers to controversy surrounding their owners. The Mavs were investigated for sexual harassment in the workplace in 2018. Donald Sterling was forced to sell the Clippers after using racial slurs in 2014. Daniel Snyder has a long list of issues. And yesterday, the NBA handed down a $10 million fine in a one-year ban to the Suns owner, Robert Sarver, after accusations of racism and misogyny were found to be true. The NBA decision to suspend him makes sense. No place in sports for that type of conduct. But when you look at the history of professional sports, you have to wonder how much of this will change. The NBA and NFL have suspended owners for years, but this issue still continues to be a problem. So although the punishment may do a lot for the NBA's public image until professional sports make it absolutely and abundantly clear this type of behavior is unacceptable, this issue may unfortunately only continue in the world of sports. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, like how they require minimums, and worse, how the rewards flat out expire. Or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. That's amazing. And now that we've talked about that, let's get back to, you know, the stuff we talk about here on the show. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. 
That's discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms do apply. The numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe Home Security to protect their home. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. I know because we use Simply Safe. Customize the perfect system for your home and start at simplysafedan.com. Go today, claim a free indoor security camera, plus 20% off with interactive monitoring at simplysafedan.com. There's no safe. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic outer boxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones, and make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery, all done in 20 20 minutes. Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. The great taste of 1812 pizza that you've enjoyed for years in Manila and Jonesboro has made its way to downtown Paragol. That's right. The newest 1812 pizza location is now open at 223 North Pruitt Street in Paragol, and they're bringing the area's best selection of pizzas, sandwiches, and salads with them. Dine in with them down town or enjoy it at home with carryout. There are now more ways than ever to enjoy 1812 Pizza on Race Street and Hilltop in Jonesboro and now at 223 North Pruitt in downtown Paragould. Eat local with 1812 Pizza Company. Get your chores done in comfort with a Case IH Farmall Compact Tractor with factory installed cab. From sunny day mowing to dusty leaf blowing and windy weather snow blowing, Baker Implement has a Farmall that will keep you dry and comfortable. The Farmall cab has two wide opening doors, rear opening window, and high visibility roof panel plus heat air conditioning deluxe seat windshield wiper and washer front and rear work lights and more check out the farm all tractors at your nearest baker implement dealer or go online to bakerimplement.com today um hello be part of the conversation on the workday red zone phone lines open now 930-3776 to wrap up, uh, just about to wrap up this hour. Brought to you by David Martin Office Interiors. Of course, we still got another hour of the program left after this. We are going to start off right at 1 o'clock by talking to Evan Barnes, who covers the Memphis Tigers for the Commercial Appeal, friend of the program. Excited to talk to Evan and find out more about what's going to be in store for A-State on Saturday. In the meantime, our KavanaughCars.com question, what team do you love to hate the most? Keith? There are so many. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you need a moment to write down a list. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because like I said, you know, before we went on the air, when the Cardinals and the Houston Astros had that head to head going on when yeah. the Astros were yeah. still in the National League, I didn't hate the Astros, the Bergman, Biggio, Bagwell Astros. I despise Clemens. I hated their ballpark. Tows I hate, Hill. I hated that field. 
Tows Hill is still one of the dumbest things that has ever existed in baseball. Well, that and the, the bee buzzing drove me nuts. Couldn't stand the ballpark. And they're, they're cheap. Uh, we're going to have a cheap left field corner so we can hit yeah. lots of home runs. But, yeah, I didn't really hate the club. I hated the ballpark. So that, that doesn't quite count. I don't know. I do remember a pretty majestic home run in that ballpark. Yeah. Albert showed them what a real home run to left field looked like. Very picturesque going over those train tracks. Yes. I never quite understood the reason for the train tracks, but that's okay. I'm not from Houston. Uh, Yeah, and I don't hate the Cubs. Now, is that a great rivalry? Yeah. But it's more of a fun rivalry than anything else. You know, you, you can... You can rag on each other. Yeah. And nobody yeah. nobody objects to that. I'm with you. I don't hate the Cardinals. I don't like Yadier Molina, but I don't hate the Cardinals. If I wasn't a Cardinal fan, I can understand yeah. why you wouldn't like Yadier Molina. Yeah. But once Yadier, once Yadier retires next year, it's going to be like the Reds. It's going to be like, well, there's not really much to hate about this team, <laughs> and it kind of sucks. Oh, don't worry. There'll be somebody that pops <laughs> There'll up. There'll be somebody. I guess I'm just going to have to go old school, go OG on you. For all my life, I have not been able to stand the Kansas Jayhawks. I was brought up by my grandfather to despise the Jayhawks. The Kansas Jayhawks are a blue and red team. Mm Mm-hmm. They would only wear red socks in their football uniforms when they would go into Columbia, Missouri. Okay. The Missouri Tigers are so named after a pre-Civil War um, regiment is too organized. But anyway, there was a paramilitary group that called themselves the Missouri Tigers. And they were so fearsome or so the story goes, that Quantrill gave Columbia a pass. Quantrill did not give Lawrence, Kansas a pass. He burned the ground. But the Jayhawkers wore red stockings when they raided in Missouri. So we're talking about actual violence. Okay. There's a reason it was called Bloody Kansas. Can't stand the Jayhawks. Never have, never will. Fight, Tiger, fight for old Mizzou. That is a perfect note to wrap up today's first hour on. Keith, thank you for sharing that with us. Thank you for having me. I'll see you next week. <laughs> and I'll still hate the jail. <laughs> We've, uh, I don't know if we're going to be able to throw that level of hate at no. you. In the second hour of the program. But we are going to continue to debate that question. And we are going to start our 1 o'clock hour with a chat with Evan Barnes talking a little Tiger football. That's on the way next. Hope you keep it here with us on the Workday Red Zone.
This is Will Oswald with your Thursday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Playoffs and Tire Service. You can mark your calendars for some A-State baseball for the 2023 season. Now, the Red Wolves have not released their schedule in full yet, but they'll be playing in Fayetteville at Baum Walker Stadium against the Razorbacks on Tuesday, April 4th, and they'll be back in a home-and-home series with Ole Miss next season, February 21st at Oxford, and the return trip to Jonesboro will actually be in April this year on Tuesday, April 18th. The Division I college baseball season begins on February 17th with conference play beginning exactly one month later. In St. Louis last night, history for Wayno and Yachty as Adam Wainwright and Yachty or Molina were the battery for the 325th time in their major league careers, setting a new all-time mark, and it happened in a 4-1 win over Milwaukee to split the two-game series with the Brewers. Cardinals lead Milwaukee by eight. The magic number to clinch the Central is 12. They host Cincinnati in a five-game series beginning in this evening at 645 on 95.9 The Wolf. Four tires in one hour, guaranteed at plans and tire service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. It's almost here. The NEA District Fair. Same place, same great fun. Extended days are back for even more fun. The fair kicks off Thursday, September 22nd and runs through Saturday, then picks up again Monday the 26th for a full week of everything fair. Get ready for all the incredible carnival rides, animals, entertainment, food, and fun you can handle. Armbands are sold daily with the exception of Tuesday. Get armbands Monday through Thursday for $20 and Friday and Saturday for $25. Single ride tickets will still be available. On the 27th, it's a two-for-two. Tuesday. All admissions are just two bucks, all rides are two bucks, and even certain food items and game specials on the Midway are two bucks. Thursday is Senior Day. Anyone over 65 gets in free from 1 to 6. Gates open at 4 for the Midway, Monday through Friday and noon on Saturday. Gate admission is only $6 for adults, $3 for kids Monday through Friday, and $6 gate admission for everyone on Saturday. And kids 12 and under are admitted free on Friday, September 30th from 1 to 6. September 22nd through October 1st, the NEA District Fair, where old friends meet. We'll see you at the Fair. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Quick Lane is the home of buy three, get one free on tires and oil changes with tires starting as low as $59 and the everyday low oil change price of $34.99. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes and alignments for all makes and models. Your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is Quick Lane at the corner of Caraway and Highland next to Tommy's Car Wash or call 870-934-1907. Colson Group USA is the largest manufacturer of caster and wheel products responsible for the most trusted and highest quality mobility solutions available in the world today. Colson Group Jonesboro has a state-of-the-art facility and is looking for qualified individuals to join our team. Colson Group has openings for a qualified production engineer, quality engineer, press operator, cost accountant, and accounts receivable specialist. Visit our website at colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. Apply today. That's colsongroupusa.com. Attention members and guests. The most unique restaurant entertainment place has finally opened at Hilltop. I repeat, finally. And what makes it so unique? The menu. Smoked salmon salad, sandwiches like the Dan's Delight Monte Cristo, the Social Smash Burger, and the Jalapeno Popper Grilled Cheese. Appetizers like the Duck Calls, the Bacon Clothesline, and Pigskins, or the Social Platter. A sausage plate with a twist. Homemade pimento cheese. Tacos, quesadillas, and cheap pan nachos or really get down with the house double bone pork chop or the juicy social ribeye. Are you hungry yet? And when you're done, go in the back and bowl on one of the automatic scorekeeper regulation lanes or experience hyper bowling. An experience you'll not find anywhere else in the natural state. Come on and get social at the social at Hilltop in Jonesboro. 
That's 1004 Chancery Lane, and you can call them up today, 870-336-1134. This is KNEA K237FI, 95.3, and K245CW, 96.9 Jonesboro, and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. We welcome you back into the Workday Red Zone. Kara Ritchie and Kate Carlton here with you uh, for another hour today on a Thursday. Of course, it's a Friday Eve. Friday is a game day eve, so getting closer and closer and closer to Arkansas State. Kicking it off at Memphis for the 61st time. Again, 61st meeting in program history between these two teams. It's a big game, so that means we got to do a, a big preview. we got to do it right. So we're going to welcome in Tigers football reporter Evan Barnes of the Commercial Appeal, who's with us now on the Right Fiber All Hotline by Ritter Communications. Evan, how are you? I'm good, Carrie. We do this every year, it seems like, so I'm glad to be back on with you. Yeah, we've only got like five more of these left, so <laughs> <laughs> got to make everyone count. Hey, we got to make sure we just find ways to keep things talk, find things to talk about and make sure that folks stay interested and that you don't get sick of being on your show every year. Hey, not at all. Hey, let's start with the important stuff first. Have you found the paint bucket yet? I have not, and I actually need to like dig around with some Memphis folks to see where it might be. But uh, I have no idea. That thing might be like collecting dust in like somebody's dustiest archives. Because I have not. I still haven't seen it since I've been here. I haven't seen it since the rivalry started. But who knows? Maybe somebody will bring it, bring it out on a on uh, Saturday. Maybe, maybe one of these days we can dream. We can dream. Uh, let's talk about the actual team that we're gonna see. Um, on Saturday, this this was a team that went six and six last year. So, what was the the attitude surrounding the team coming into the twenty two season? Oh snap! Yeah, I'm sorry. Say that one more time. Sure. Uh, Memphis went six and six last year. So, what was the the attitude around this program coming into this year? Yeah, um, I think definitely with Memphis being six and six last year, I think that. Uh, there's definitely a sense that they want to get better. They want to improve. They want to try to, you know, show that that year was a fluke, so to speak. So I think what you're going to see is um, a Memphis team that's going to come out really inspired, especially to play at home because they've been on the road their first two games. So, yeah, I think that's kind of what happens when, you know, you have a year that's a little bit um, surprising, I guess, in terms of not being where you want it to be. Mm-hmm. But that's the good thing about Memphis, that they're going to come out a little bit more motivated and I'm sure – there's a little bit more juice for this being the home opener, too. There were some changes on this staff in the offseason with new coordinators on both offense and, and defense. What led to the changes there? Well, um, both coordinators decided to take other jobs. Last year's OC, Kevin Johns, is now at Duke in the same capacity. Uh, Mike McIntyre, the DC, um, last year, he is now the head coach at FIU. So Memphis went ahead and got two new phases. They got Tim Cranzy from Marshall to coach the offense, coordinate the offense. And they got Matt Barnes, who was the defensive play caller last year, on an interim basis for Ohio State. So um, this is actually Barnes' first time as a full-time defensive coordinator. So um, two new phases that brought some energy into the program. A lot of the players told me that Barnes is just a guy who is fiery and passionate and bringing in some good things. So um, 
it's definitely given a little bit more juice to what this year has to be. It's going to be an important year, and a lot of it depends on having two new coordinators. Evan Barnes with us on the Right Fiber Hotline. Two games so far for the Tigers, and the season's unfolded a little bit like A-State. It's a big loss against a Power 5 opponent and a big win over an overmatched opponent. So what's been the biggest takeaway from these two games? I think we're still trying to figure that out. I think we're still trying to see kind of what this Memphis team is made of. We're trying to see if this Memphis team is a, um, you know, have they improved defensively? Um, is the offense clicking in ways where they can replace, you know, Calvin Austin is now with the Steelers. That's going to be that remains to be seen. So I think uh, right now, for me, the big takeaway is you see the defense forcing more takeaways, getting more turnovers. It's, it's five, five and two games so far. Um, you see where the offense is going to rely a lot on quarterbacks at any given in the second year mm-hmm. to kind of make some more plays. Um, and he's built for that, literally. He's gotten stronger and bigger from last year as a true freshman. So it's going to be you know more on his shoulders because he's probably the most proven commodity so far on this offense. You flash back to last year, and it was explosive play after explosive play after explosive play for the Tigers. Has has that offense shown those big play capabilities this season? Uh, they did against Navy last week. That okay. was kind of the big thing where they, they, they kind of threw the ball a little bit more downfield than they did against Mississippi State. Um, they looked more like what we expected of them, where they're still more balanced. So I think for me, we're going to see a mental team that's going to try to be explosive. But one thing for sure they're going to do is they want to try to make sure they can keep that consistency. Because I think it's one thing to do it against Navy. It's another to do that again another week. So I, I know they're going to try to recreate last year's game, but I think it's going to be a question of can they put up 55 points? We'll see. I think it's really going to depend on can Memphis um, get right going into uh, – you know, making sure they're, they're consistent. That's sure. what they need to be. They need to be consistent. So that's, that's their main focus. You've mentioned, you know, already a couple of guys that, that are going to be familiar to A-State fans because they were on the field last year, particularly Seth Hennigan, who's back at, at quarterback. And then, of course, Thomas at, at running back is back as well. But who, who else is it that makes this offense go? Well, I think you definitely mentioned Brandon Thomas, someone who's going to obviously try to recreate what he did last year, that big 191-yard game. Um, in, his, in his home state, that's going to be uh, – he's going to try to look for that. But I would say, look, on offense, you're going to look at guys like Javon Ivory, Eddie Lewis. Um, those are the two leaders of this offense in terms of receivers. Um, you're looking at new tight end, Caden Preestorn, to see kind of what he can bring. He's a big body, 6'6", six, 6'5". Six, six, um, you know, he's going to try to replace Sean Dykes a little bit. Um, but those are the guys you're going to be looking at to see if they can be the weapons that Memphis can rely on to kind of keep this offense humming um, with the Hennigan. Evan Barnes, Memphis, beat writer here on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. There's one stat de- defensively that kind of jumps out at me, Evan, in a in a negative way for Memphis, and that's their third down defense, which looks like it's been an issue. What's going on there? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm just like you said one more ask that question one more time. Sure thing. Memphis looks like they've struggled a little bit on on third down de- defense. So what has been the issue there? Well, I think Mississippi State ran through them, I think that was the big problem, that Mississippi State just basically explained them on third down, and Memphis had so many missed tackles and mistakes that that was what really cost them. And against Navy, I thought they did a better job of getting Navy off the field on third down. Um, they did give up a big third down pass play by Navy, which caught them off guard with the play action. But um, they've done a better job. They did a better job against Navy than they did against Mississippi State, but that's going to be key because last year 
they were one of the worst, you know, in the AAC in third down defense. So for me, I'm going to see how they do that against an Arkansas State team that's definitely going to try to challenge that. Okay, so that's an aspect that they haven't been necessarily great at. What What is the strength of this defense? I think it's the takeaways right now. Um, like I was saying, five takeaways in two games, three interceptions, two, forced, two fumble recoveries. Uh, they've done a really good job on being aggressive in that regard. Uh, Quindell Johnson already has two games with one interception. He is the best player on this defense. I'm not arguing he's the best player on this team, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But he's a playmaker at safety. He is also one of the team's leading tacklers. So he just has a nose for the ball. He can fly around the field. Uh, that's really what's kind of been the defense's calling card is they created takeaways. And we still need to see kind of there's more to it than that. Um, but that's going to be something that I think is interesting. I know A-State doesn't have a turnover in two games. So one of those yeah. streaks is going to continue after Saturday, which one could determine the game, I think. Yeah, no doubt. Something's got to give uh, when these teams match up. Evan, I know you spent this week, you know, going to take it in coaches' comments and practices and, and whatnot. What are these coaches saying about Arkansas State and, and the challenge the Red Wolves might throw at them? Well, O.C. Tim Franzi said that this is a long, athletic, quick-twitch defense. He likes the athleticism he sees. Um, both he and Ryan Silfield, head coach, mentioned uh, Kevon Bennett, whether it was by name or just by his, his reputation. He thinks he's going to be somebody that's going to be something they have to watch for on this O-line. And um, the O-line, look, they gave up four sacks against Navy. Kevon Bennett is something the type of player who's going to create some havoc, cause some pressure, so Memphis has to keep an eye on him. But they like, they like what they see out of him. They love the fact that James Blackman has a lot of experience at quarterback, so they know that he's not going to be rattled or, you know, shaken up a little bit. So it's really going to be a question that, you know, Memphis has a lot of respect for Arkansas State, but can that respect translate into making sure they game plan better? Because, again, is it going to be more like the first two quarters last year where they were in control, or will it be the last quarter and a half where it was more back and forth? Sure. Wrapping up our conversation here with Evan Barnes of the Commercial Appeal. You've thrown out some things that, that are going to factor in, or we've discussed some things that are big time going to factor in on Saturday in terms of tono, uh, turnovers and explosive plays, but is there anything else that jumps out at you that might decide this one? Uh, I think those are probably the main thing. I think turnovers are going to be key to you know, win the turnover battle. Um, I think Memphis, for me, um, can they run the ball effectively? They haven't been able to do that really well. Um Really, since Ryan Silva has been there, because they struggled running the ball. So, can they get the ball running to try to bounce this offense out? And um, that's probably the main thing for me. Like, I think it's going to be a pretty fun game just to see how it looks compared to last year. I mean, that shootout last year was a lot more fun on paper than it was people watching it. Like, you know, it wasn't yeah. that back and forth game. It was more like a crazy last quarter and a half. So, I, I want to see kind of how this game unfolds and how Memphis is going to try to dictate tempo. Playing at home for the first time, it's it fans are fired up. That's what I want to see. Evan, look forward to seeing you Saturday in person and, and getting caught up, and hopefully by then the paint bucket will make an appearance. Thanks for the time today. <laughs> Thanks, Carol. I appreciate it. See you here. See ya again, Evan Barnes, who covers Tiger football for the Commercial Appeal. They're with us on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. I did what I gathered there is that you've got. You know, not just one, but but two teams going into this with still a ton of yeah. unanswered questions on how the rest of the season is going to unfold. I mean, we certainly know that from the A-State side. But it sounds like in, in that aspect, Memphis kind of mirrors. Well, their schedule almost mirrors because you play yeah. a game, you're supposed to win by a bunch, yeah. and you're supposed to lose by a bunch. 
And that's what happened with A-State, yeah. too. So two teams with a one-on-one record. Yeah. Um, you know, he talked about could Memphis run the ball. Well, we're still trying to figure out if A-State can run the ball. Of course, Memphis has been a little bit more known for that in, in recent years, while A-State has been so pass-heavy, and they're trying to get to a point where the offense is more battled, uh, balanced. Excuse me. I'm fascinated by the by the turnovers thing. I, I usually hate talking about turnovers as a as a game decider because it's not that it's cliche, but it's just it's discussed so much. However, when you've got a situation where you've got two teams who just really do not turn it over, one extra possession by either team could be massive in this one. And then of course, uh, you know, the explosive plays are something that I, I just want to, I want to see how that unfolds. Again, you go back to last year. I'm still traumatized by this scoring summary, but last year, you know, Memphis had a 55 yard passing touchdown. They had a 40 yard passing touchdown. They had a 50 yard passing touchdown. They had a 75-yard passing touchdown. They had a 75-yard rushing touchdown. So you just had you had an A-State defense that played okay on 65 plays and then just had disasters. <laughs> Huge, epic disasters. Unlike six others. You can have a disaster. You can't have six. That all lead to touchdowns. That's what A-State did. And we all know that that was the Achilles heel last year. And this is going to be the first game where we really see if A-State has made significant progress on that or not. Very glad not to see Calvin Austin this year. Not even going to lie about it. Yeah, that's nice. Glad that man has moved on. Glad he's graduated. Glad he's playing football somewhere far away from Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium. Uh, Again, thank you to Evan for joining us. Again, he writes for the commercial appeal. He's put out, of course, several articles this week, and shame on me for not asking what what fans could read right now to get ready for game day. But he's got several different write-ups about the Tigers and about uh, what's going to be in store for A-State on Saturday. So give him a follow at Evan underscore B for all of your Memphis news. Uh, Let's step away for a moment. We'll come back, open back up the Right Fiber Hotline and dive into the question of the day right after this here on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Save big this week at Food Smart, where you get all items at cost, plus 10% at checkout. Get certified Angus beef boneless English roast, $1.98 a pound. Dole Classic Garden Salad, 12-ounce bags, 87 cents. Sanderson Farms boneless skinless chicken breast value packs, $2.70 a pound. Right sliced bacon, 40 ounces, $10.85. And there's a huge buy five, save $5 sale. Be smart. Shop Food Smart at the corner of Red Wolf and Nettleton and on G Street in Jonesboro. And on Highway 367 North in Newport. Let's do lunch at Houlihan's at the Embassy Suites in Jonesboro. Whether you're craving comfort food or lighter fare, something small portioned or a bit more substantial, even meatless or gluten-free, Houlihan's will make it perfect just for you. Ask about the Let's Do Lunch card from Houlihan's, where you'll get 15% off your food purchase, and after four visits, your lunch is free. Exclusions apply. Feed your lifestyle at Houlihan's at the Embassy Suites in Jonesboro. Perfect atmosphere and perfect price to get lunch any way you like. 
You know, there's a lot of frustration in farming. One of them is sitting in your truck waiting on parts while your field needs to be worked. That's why Baker Implement is committed to you and your farm, providing you the best service, support, and quality parts fast. With multiple locations, they're sure to have the parts you need. That's why you need to visit BakerImplement.com. 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 Because sitting in that truck waiting for them parts just makes you matter and matter. Get your parts. Get them fast at BakerImplement.com. Follow me on a new healthcare journey full of possibilities. Experience world-class care delivered by friends, family, and neighbors right here in your community. Bringing industry-leading technology to you, not the other way around. Your health record, your appointment scheduling, and your medications all in one place. And your lab results delivered the instant they're recorded. Do we look at healthcare differently? Absolutely. Experience the difference and you will too. NEA Baptist, healthcare for the next century. Jim's Pawn Shop in Jonesboro wants to help you with your stress about paying bills by giving you top dollar for all of your gold and silver jewelry or coins. Deal with local people who will be there for you this week and the next. Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland has been in business for over 25 years and is known for the best loan terms in the area. Jim's will give you money on almost anything of value. You'll find a large selection of items at price to help your budget. Diamonds, musical instruments, video games, hunting gear, electronics, inventory changes daily. Visit Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland in Jonesboro. We're all voted best of the best six years in a row. At Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragold and Hilltop in Jonesboro, we have you covered whatever the project. Gazaway Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks in your neighborhood. Grilling season is here, and Gazaway Ace is your outdoor cooking headquarters with name brands like Traeger, Weber, The Big Green Egg, and Blackstone. Get free assembly and free delivery now at Gazaway Ace on Hilltop in Jonesboro and Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragold. Gazaway Ace is the place you want to go. Go Gazaway. If you're a mechanic or mechanically inclined with the willingness to learn, Harris Ford in Newport would like to talk to you. For years, Harris Ford has been known to train and employ some of the best service technicians in America, and we're now looking for new applicants. So whether you're a seasoned professional or mechanically inclined with a good attitude and willing to learn, Harris Ford is offering competitive pay and benefit packages. So don't delay and contact Gerald today at Harris Ford, 523-5559, 523-5559. It looks like there's a flag on the play. That is definitely a flagrant foul. We've got a flagrant foul against the visiting team. Driving on ball tires. That's a major penalty, and that car's impounded until they get the tires fixed. Don't get penalized for driving around on bald or unsafe tires. Join the winning team at Local Tire and Wheel, where buying tires is easy with their six-month same-as-cash payment option and their top-of-the-line customer service. And if you need a longer term, Local Tire and Wheel will build a payment plan that fits your budget, plus no credit check, and everyone gets approved. So tires are something that most of us don't budget for, but when we need them, we need them. And Local Tire and Wheel is there to help. They're your one-stop shop for quality tires and quality service that fits every budget. So don't get penalized for driving around on bald or unsafe tires. Join the winning team at Local Tire and Wheel. 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro. LocalTireandWheel.com. And on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel Jonesboro. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. All right, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. It's Kara and Cade with you. 9303776 is the number to call again. Uh, thank you to Evan Barnes, who was with us in the previous segment, gave us all the deets 
on Memphis football. I continue to be very excited and very intrigued about this one. Again, two teams matching up Saturday that still have a lot, a lot of unanswered questions. And when you look at a game and it's against a peer opponent, feels like, all right, you win. Could be in a pretty good spot here. You lose. <sighs> it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. Gonna be tough. Six o'clock is your kickoff time. Uh coming up Saturday. That means pregame coverage is actually gonna start on 107 IK Find at 320 with Wolfhouse. Uh Kavanaughcards.com question today. I wanna know what team you love to hate. Is it Memphis? Is it Louisiana Tech? Is it Cajun? Someone else that uh, we haven't named if, if we're talking college football? You can weigh in. Uh, question brought to you by KavanaughCars.com. Not only a place to shop for a vehicle that you intend to purchase, but also a place where you can sell a vehicle. Uh, just head to KavanaughCars.com. Right across the page, uh, top of page, you're going to see a little banner that says, We buy cars! Click there. Input your information. Somebody's going to contact you, and you can get that process started. I mean, if you if you really want to, you can haggle with strangers on the internet. You do you. Not going to judge you if that's the case. But honestly, to me, that just sounds like a load of wasted time. So I would just go to Kavanaugh. Kavanaughcars.com is where you can uh, where you can take care of that. Who do you love to hate as a sports fan? Um, I, I would love to see some answers from, from some more fans around the Sun Belt on this question. I feel pretty confident in Georgia Southern and App State's answers being each other, but I'm curious who some of the newcomers would pick and maybe how quickly some of these newcomers could get involved in a intra-league rivalry. I know Marshall and App State have played each other many times in the past before, and that's that's kind of one. Um, I think the, the Cajuns and Coastal Carolina, although Coastal's not necessarily new, they have a little bit of a, a brewing hatred the way the fact that, uh, due to the fact that that 2020 conference game was cha- uh, canceled. It's a little bit of back and forth there, and there still is now. But again, I'm curious how quickly some of these newcomers will develop rivalries. Like right now, I don't think any anybody from A-State hates southern miss do they i don't don't, think so i mean i don't think of the fans in hattiesburg as having punchable faces i mean they just seem like good fans to me got a great great baseball facility that i'm a little bit jealous of but other than that you know that's not uh not something that is a rivalry yet but perhaps could be as these teams start playing each other more and more and more certainly hope so it's good to have a little bit of hate in a drivable area. <laughs> we'll talk more on the Sun Belt here in just a moment, though. As I uh, got some information from College Game Day that's going to be going on in Boone yeah. that's, that's really cool. But uh, let's go to the phones. Zach is with us on the Right Fiber Hotline. How are you? Good. What's up, Kara? What's up, man? Not much. Uh, going back on the history of Memphis versus ASU, mm-hmm. um, back when D'Angelo Williams was in Memphis, what years was that? Like 2002 or three to 2005 or six? That sounds right, but I'll double check just to make sure. Okay. What was our what was our uh, what was our record against them back then when he was there? You know, some of that, some of the the history between the two teams is is kind of spotty in the sense that 
it seems like the teams play a whole bunch in a short window or they're just not playing at all. Yeah. So I know they played one game in that era where Memphis came and they were ranked like, I don't know, 22nd, 23rd in the country. Yeah. And we literally beat them in every statistic except except the scoreboard. Really? Yeah. I remember oh, that. God. He was there yeah. from 2002 to 2005. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, okay. And yeah. the teams played uh, twice when he was there. So in 2003, A-State lost at Memphis – 38 to 16. And then in 2004, I do remember that being a little bit of a bonkers game, and, and A State ultimately lost 47 to 35 in Jonesboro. I mean, it's a high scoring game. Yeah. Um, I got up tonight, Thursday Night Football, and you got the, what, the uh, Chargers, Chargers Chiefs. versus the Chiefs, yeah. Hey, let me ask you all this. You know, um, with Mahomes, the some of the shine kind of been taken off him a little bit, like, a, so, you know, with uh, Josh Allen's kind of been the new polished. Ice on the block at the moment. I know I'm not saying Mahomes isn't, you know, what he is, but what do y'all think? Maybe not it's that like the, the shine has been taken off, but I think the conversation about who Tom Brady's hair apparent is about being the best quarterback in, in the NFL has expanded. Yeah, I don't think you can pinpoint it on one quarterback, really. I think it's hard to, to put it on one. You know, I think it's going to be kind of shared. I agree. You know, when when Mahomes, not uh, obviously his first year there in Kansas City was not good, but then after that when they started immediately, you know, going to the playoffs and having significant success there, it was it was just people were already wondering, you know, him being able to do this so young and being a Super Bowl MVP in the Chiefs' yeah. first appearance in the Super Bowl in 50 years you know people were wondering all right well this guy's getting started so young could he possibly catch Tom Brady and then they had another Super Bowl appearance and everybody was like well (laughs) (laughs) yeah maybe it takes more than just one good player to be able to pull this off that's true that is true anyways um what's been y'all's topic of discussion today what's y'all's question of the day what team do you love to hate oh Love to hit the Lakers. I'll say that. Okay. I can't stand Russell Westbrook. I don't. You know what? As critical as I've been of LeBron in the past, I just uh, Russell Westbrook. Just I don't know. He just he gets on my nerves. Fair enough. He really does. You know. Um. And of course, the New York Giants. After what Eli did to a, uh, you know, and, and yeah. of course, Ole Miss. Uh, my hate for Ole Miss as far as rivalry week. I know Cage is loving this. He's rubbing his hands together like yes. Uh, <laughs> Because of Eli, Tom's got seven instead of nine rings. Mm-hmm. But that, that, that had to throw it. Ole Miss goes back to back to that as well. It carries over and ends to the NFL, actually. But uh, how about y'all? Who's the team y'all love to hate? Uh, I will hate the Clippers forever, just because. Clippers, really? Oh, because of the, yeah, because of uh, uh, the years we played them in Memphis, yeah. Great and Grind versus Blake Griffin and all them. Even though you know that. The reasons to hate them for being good are long since in the past, but that's that's one of the ones that that always jumps out to me. I don't necessarily hate a a baseball team. I, I guess in terms of the NL Central, you know, I have a stronger dislike for the Reds than I do for the Cubs. But yeah. right now, they're the Reds are kind of irrelevant. So one of the things that that makes hatred fun is when the opposition is at least yeah. kind of good. I know yeah. the Reds are doormats. What about the Yankees? Like you know. Steinbrenner basically bought his team up. You know, back when A-Rod chose to go to New York instead of Boston, which turned out to work against him because he got, he did get one ring with the Yankees in 09, but mm-hmm. he could have gotten multiple rings. You know, that year Boston came back, greatest comeback in 
baseball history, came back and beat the the Yankees in that series, and then went on and swept the swept the Cardinals. I know that hard to hard to, to swallow there, Kara, but uh, that and then went on won it again in '07, you know, and then won it again in '13 again against the Cardinals. But uh, I love hating the Yankees as well. Okay, how about y'all, I, uh, Kate? How about you? I hate the Brewers. I can't stand the Brewers. <laughs> yeah, I I hate the Brewers. They're a yeah, poverty not, franchise who sells tickets at Subway. Myself. Like they they sell game tickets at Subway because they can't pack the stands unless the Cubs are in town. I can't stand the Brewers. <laughs> yeah. Um. Hi. Curious, right quick. Uh, has Mark called him yet? No. Well, he's you know he sings uh, "Walking in Memphis" every time Memphis and Arkansas State match up. Yeah, so, we've we've still got that audio somewhere. Nice. Well, maybe. Hey, maybe Mark can call in today and do a live uh, a live uh, show on. Uh, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Look for that. It. He said he was singing. Today, he said he was singing a song tomorrow. So I guess oh, we may okay. have to wait a day on that. But, well, I, we'll just wait a day. Yeah. Anyways, patience is a virtue. See you guys. <laughs> See ya. Oh, there you go. Great tease for the drive. Tomorrow. Yeah. By the way, I don't think Patrick Mahomes has fallen off. He got me forty fantasy points last week. So <laughs> shout out to Pat Mahomes. <laughs> great second. Great uh, second pick selection. I uh, like. He's he's still great. I just think that, you know, that conversation where, again, where all of a sudden it's like, you know, he's two years into his career and everybody's like, can you catch Tom Brady? It's like, well, <laughs> maybe maybe we should follow up on this conversation a couple years down the line. He's going to put on a show tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm interested to see, you know, what what tonight's, I guess, viewing audience is there for that game. Because it's going to be on, on Amazon, which is a little bit different as a sports fan. Um, I have Amazon Prime because I like to spend too much money shopping on Amazon. So I'm going to be able to watch it, but I'm curious how many other people will and or, you know, if this is something that people will get Prime for is this additional Thursday night package. We'll start finding out tonight because it should be um, a decent matchup or at least it's it's Pat Mahomes in prime time. Now, this game would be a little bit more fun for me personally if Forrest Merrill was on the Chargers roster and if Omar Bayless was on the Chiefs roster, but it is what it is. So we'll just, we'll watch it anyways. Um, I tell you what, I do want to follow up on on college game day uh, that's going to be going on in, in Boone coming up on Saturday, but let's go ahead and, and hit pause and we'll circle back around to that conversation as soon as we come back from our break here on the Workday Red Zone. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. It's almost here. The NEA District Fair. Same place, same great fun. Extended days are back for even more fun. The fair kicks off Thursday, September 22nd and runs through Saturday, then picks up again Monday the 26th for a full week of everything fair. Get ready for all the incredible carnival rides, animals, entertainment, food, and fun you can handle. Armbands are sold daily with the exception of Tuesday. Get armbands Monday through Thursday for $20 and Friday and Saturday for $25. Single ride tickets will still be available on the 27th it's a two for tuesday all admissions are just two bucks all rides are two bucks and even certain food items and game specials on the midway are two bucks thursday is senior day anyone over 65 gets in free from one to six gates open at four for the midway monday through friday and noon on saturday gate admission is only six dollars for adults three dollars for kids monday through friday and six dollar gate admission for everyone on saturday and kids 12 and under are admitted free on friday september 30th from one to six september 22nd through october 1st the nea district fair 
where old friends meet. We'll see you at the fair. So you know that Mr. T's is the place for the coldest beer at the best prices. So as summer winds down, it's time for you to make the drive to Mr. T's. Because right now, Bud, Bud Light, and Miller Light 30 packs are just $20.95. So whether it's one final trip to the river or the lake, getting ready for tailgate season, or just restocking the fridge, head across those Kahlua-colored waters to Mr. T's at Riverside or Mr. T's Express in the Curve at Red Onion. And as always, Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. Hello, this is Angie Gallagher at United Country Scenic Rivers Realty. I have some great recreational properties for sale right now in the hills of Randolph, Lawrence, and Sharp Counties. Whether you are looking for 5 acres or 80 acres, we have some great properties available. Some even have owner financing. So don't wait. Call me today at 870-219-5159. And you can also check them out on my website at unitedcountryozarks.com. Hey, y'all, this is Matthew Cox with Cox Implement. Your home for bad boy fares, altos, and X. Smart, four proven industry leaders in the zero-turn mowers. Check out our dependable, hard-working, up-for-any-job-you-need-to-tackle tractor lines from Massey Ferguson Bad Boy. From Echo Power Tools to premium implements from Woods and Bad Boy and locally made MEB trailers, Cox Implement has you covered from top to bottom with three locations to better serve you in Hoxie, Highland, and Jonesboro. Cox Implement, equipment you can count on, people you can trust. It's a summer of savings at Car Today. Car Today is offering you a great selection of clean, dependable cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs. Bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, no problem. Because at Car Today, we know that bad things happen to good people. And that's why we want to help you build your credit with one of our Carfax verified vehicles. All of our vehicles come with our peace of mind package included. Free warranty, free oil changes, debt protection, sales tax financed available, and satisfaction guaranteed. That's right. If you're not happy with your purchase within five days, you can return the vehicle. Stop by Car Today this summer and see how you really can buy here and pay here. Plus, when 10 people you refer buy a vehicle from us, we will pay off yours. For the best deals this summer on late model, low mileage, cars, trucks, and SUVs, get to Car Today. Buy today at Car Today, 3404 Stadium, or online at neacartoday.com. Car Today, we'll ride today, because we just say yes. Have a great time, the chance to win a whole lot of money, and most importantly, support our beloved disabled American veterans on September 24th and 25th at the Open Big Bass Tournament. Go to Get5Bass.com. That's Get, the number 5, Bass.com, to register today. With hourly payouts and a grand prize of $5,000, this two-day tournament benefits our true American heroes, our disabled American veterans. None of this would be possible without our incredible sponsors, including Tyson. Blue Cross Blue Shield, Doug's Electric, Mountain Harbor Resort and Spa of Mount Ida, FedEx, and by Boyd Osborne Realty. Join us for a special Friday night dinner before the tournament from 5 until 7. Go to Get5Bass.com. That's Get5Bass.com or DAV27AR.org to register today. This ad paid with state and regional funds. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. All right, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Cade with you. Who is the team that you love to hate? The Right Fiber Hotline is open at 9303-776. Right Fiber is an internet provider that is different for all the good good reasons. Uh, no contracts, no hidden fees, and you get unlimited data. 
So you can see if it is available for your area by going to writefiber.com. Looking at some of your answers. Jeff says one of the teams he loves to hate is Texas A&M. Quote, you can imagine how awesome last weekend was for me. Andy, uh, his comment kind of cracks me up. He says, quote, I quit hating sports teams about five years ago. But, man, I really don't mind to watch the Kansas Jayhawks lose at anything. <laughs> End quote. Should have sent that comment to Keith uh, while he was still here. Eddie says, Texas and USC. You guys can continue tweeting at us at Kara underscore Richie. Uh, prior to the break, we mentioned... Uh, some college game day updates. Um, of course, that's going to be taking place Saturday in Boone as Appalachian State gets ready to open conference play against Troy. And if the scene there for college game day is anything like the scene in Boone following the Mountaineers win over Texas A&M, I mean, it's going to be bonkers, right? Because it just, that scene, that video that went viral after the win of all these fans running down the street and like chest bumping in the middle of the road and everything else. It was, it looks like it's going to be wild, but they've added in a couple of things here to kind of sweeten the deal in Boone. One, they've revealed their celebrity guest picker. And it's actually a guy I'm a, I'm a big fan of. I'm not a huge country music person, but there are a couple of, Country songs I like, and a couple of them are by Luke Combs. The GOAT, in terms of entertainers, at least. Kate is, I like Luke Combs. Kate loves Luke Combs. It, I, I, honestly, like, I wasn't like that until, I went and saw him in July. Yeah. And it was the best concert I've ever been to. Really? Yeah, and now I'm big-time Luke Combs guy. One thing with Luke Combs is he is, like, he is diehard App State. Yes. Diehard App State. So, they, they announced earlier today that he was going to be the guest picker, and he immediately puts a message on his social media, puts up a video, and he was like, hey, you know, so proud of my Mountaineers. He's wearing his App State hat. He's like, here's the deal. You know, I got a phone call about being the college game day picker. I have a concert Friday night in Green Bay. I have a concert Saturday <laughs> night in Green Bay. But I wouldn't miss this for the world. He's going to fly, and he's like, they don't even yeah. have to ask me who I'm picking. I'm already picking App State. He's going to fly in Saturday morning to be the celebrity guest picker on college game day and then fly back to Green Bay to do his concerts. But he is uh, he's fired up, and it's just cool to see that yeah. from Sunbelt alone. Unlike Eric Church, who would cancel the show. Yeah. If he was, well, actually, if he was asked, I mean, he'd probably go to Chapel Hill. Yeah, yeah. he'd yeah. fly into Chapel Hill and get lost on the way to the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, But good for them. And then here's one cool thing that App State is doing. And then we'll go to the phones and catch up with D-Money. So, of course, a big part of college game day is the signs and the posters and everything that fans have, right? Uh, because there's some awesome ones that, that show up in any crowd. But uh, they're going to do it right. They're going to do it up. The pit is going to open at 5.30 in the morning there in Boone. But one of the things they're doing is they're having an App State poster contest. So you can make a poster for a chance to win one of 21 prizes including free tuition for a year. It's a big damn deal these yeah. days because it's a Pretty lot Pretty big of money. deal. <laughs> like probably $60,000 worth Holy or something. Holy cow. So good luck to the App State faithful on somebody winning free tuition. Let's go to the Right Fiber Hotline check-in with D-Money, who's about to tell us all about all these orange <laughs> teams he hates. How are you? I'm good. I have an answer to your question of the day. Okay. 
any team that wears orange. I just, and I have my I top just, four. All right, let's hear them. First off, Bowling Green. What? Okay. <laughs> Green, hear me out. Well, we're li- all right, all right, I'm listening. Bowling Green. Green in their name. However, they wear orange because they're goofy. All right. Green County Tech has the good sense. Green's in their name, so what do they wear? They wear green. Fair point. Common sense, exactly. Also, Bowling Green gave Urban Legend his first head coach job, so that led him down the path to being on shows, and he's just a complete jerk. And I, I, I have a very strong place in my heart for the uh, hatred of Bowling Green because of that. I will co-sign on Urban Meyer being insufferable. Thank you. All right, next, Texas. Just because Texas thinks they're the greatest at everything, everything's bigger in Texas and all that crap. I mean, they've got stakes for a, for a uh, for a mascot. Get get a real mascot, huh? I mean, really? I'll be honest. I mean, that go- one doesn't even need any any explanation. Everybody everybody co-signs with you on Texas. Thank you, thank you. Tennessee, hate them with great angst. I, I still they low down, they're dirty. Bill Fulmer, still on my purge list. Um, it, it is a, a collection of garbage catchers, I mean, garbage men every Saturday at that place. I just, I hate them. They're just the worst. Yeah, right now, um, somebody is sending a mean tweet to Butch Jones, <laughs> thanks to your phone call. Good. I mean, they are the rudest fans. I mean, they do, they, they are some ugly, awful people. Next, the Miami Marlins. They have orange in their uniform, and it is god-awful. That stadium looks like the rainbow threw up. It's awful. I do miss the, the sculpture in, the, in yeah. the outfield because it was so hideous. Like, if you're going to have something that goofy, just lean into it and just make it a crazy monstrosity yeah. and, and embrace it. Now it's just boring. Yeah. Well, it, it's just, it's, it's bad. There's nothing else to say. It's just bad. I don't know. South Florida, I'm not a big fan. I've been down there on business. The people are very rude. A lot of people walking around with rolling luggage bags. Why I haven't the foggiest notion, but yes, that, that does occur down there. Weird. Just a thought. And, and as far as Memphis this weekend, I'm not going. But folks, let me get, do a little PSA for you. My suggestion, get Kevlar for a helmet. Dragon skin or bulletproof vest, you're going to probably need it. Uh, get some uh, some deodorizer or some air uh, freshener because the stadium stinks, <laughs> hence why it's called the litter box. Uh, and and the, just the team, I just don't like Memphis. I have a personal angst against them. They offered my daughter a scholarship. With out-of-state fees waived, and right before school started, they yanked it away from, well, in May. Oh, that's so. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So that was pretty jerk move. Uh, she wound up at Louisiana Tech, which I'm very happy. I'm glad that she went to Tech, not Memphis. And uh, like I said, I don't want my daughter going to school in a war zone. So, but yeah, that's one of the. This Memphis just is not one of my favorites. I've never really liked them. I think they're one of these in the SEC and the Big Twelve. So I just I don't see a whole lot of uh, redeeming qualities. About that school. Okay. So, are you, are you going to be going to the uh, to the stadium? Yes. Okay. Uh, my suggestion, like I said, 
The last time, the first time I ever went to a game at the Liberty Bowl, I parked in somebody's yard, gave them ten dollars. They took care of my car, and I got a shot out, a shot of crown out of it. I'm good. Now that's no, okay. So parking and a shot of crown for ten bucks. Yeah, it was great. It was great. It was actually the game was the game that I went to was awful, but that was great. That was highlight of the trip. Damn, come I. I Yes, I'm good. I'm good with the, the, well, it was, I mean, it was a very cold day, so I took a shot on the way in to warm me up from the inside. Okay, that makes sense. Makes sense. I, uh, like I said, I just didn't picture you as a a crown type of drinking gal. I I see you more of the clear alcohol, you know, cranberry and vodka. I do not drink that. Type of thing. Really? No, Hmm. I I do not. Are you more, you more of a wino? I do not drink wine. I drink, you drink? I drink gin and tonics in the summer, and I drink Tullamore Dew and water in the winter. Okay. I can I can roll with that. I have I have respect for that. I have very strict uh, beverage guidelines. There are a few <laughs> other things that I work into the equation, like some like some beers. Sometimes in, in the winter, I, I will add a hot toddy to the mix if I'm feeling a little stuffy. But other than that, that's just, that's, that's what I drink. And not okay, nearly I, as much as I used to, because the next day hurts. <laughs> Oh, hey, Hank Williams Jr. I'm definitely a, got it right when he said hangovers hurt more than they used to. Yeah, I'm a one. I'm one and done these days. <laughs> just let me have one. Let me relax. I'm good. That's all I need. There you go. I just my problem with gin is just the odor, the aroma smells. You're awful. not mixing it right. Apparently not. I just can't get it past my nose. Give me some. Just give me a suggestion. Maybe I can ch- turn this around. I mean, gin and tonic. Just don't. Yeah, that's good stuff. Don't dump half a bottle of gin in it. Yeah. it's always going to taste bad if you do that. <laughs> okay, okay. Two uh, limes over ice or no? Yes, yes. Two limes. And lime. Two. Yep. Two limes. Two limes. Two lemons. limes. Okay. All right, I'm getting adjudicated here. This is good. This is good. Okay, Cade, what are you drinking? Uh, in the fall, a lot of bourbon. I like bourbon. That's a, there. You go. Look, yep. You're an old mess guy, so that. Fits in really good with you. Yes, yes. I have I have consumed more more than one uh, drink of bourbon in my life in the Grove. That is a fun place. I tell you what, they are absolutely right. They might lose the game, but they yeah. never lose the party. Yeah. Never lost the party. Undefeated in the party. Yes, yeah. Grove is amazing for tailgating. Amazing. It is, and some of the the sights in there are absolutely. I mean, the chandeliers and all the candles and candle operas. It, it's amazing. They really go all out. I got to give it to them. So that's all I got for today. Y'all have a great day. Folks, if you, you want to go to a good ball game tonight, there's junior high action. Go support the kids and have fun. And uh, if you don't have the uh, the Amazon Prime package, I would suggest purchasing that because it's it's good for shopping. Kara, you hit the nail on the head. It's a little too good for shopping. That's the problem. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the fact that they bring it to you, and all you got to do is click a couple little buttons, it, it is very easy to fall under their spell. Yeah, we got to take a break so I can delete that app off my phone. D-Money, thanks for the phone call. <laughs> Y'all have a great day, guys. You too. We've also got to take a break because we're due for one. We've got one more to take. We'll come back, wrap up today's Workday Red Zone right after this on The Ticket. 
enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. Get huge savings now at Capital Ford on all Ford new and certified pre-owned vehicles and stock. And we're the only ones discounting our new vehicles like a new 2022 Ford F-150. Now $3,000 off MSRP. Go to CapitalFord.com for our entire selection. Buying a certified pre-owned vehicle at Capital Ford gets you a great price. Plus added value like a Capital Ford Blue Advantage, which means every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has limited bumper-to-bumper and powertrain warranty, 24-7 roadside assistance, and a detailed multi-point inspection. Due to a record amount of trade-in, we've accumulated a high volume of certified pre-owned vehicles that must be sold. We have every make and every model, so you're sure to find the vehicle for you. Plus, get $3,000 off MSRP on a new 2022 Ford F-150. And every vehicle purchase at Kavanaugh comes with a maintenance plan included. Great saving plus great service equals real value at Kavanaugh Ford in Jonesboro or KavanaughFord.com. Hey guys, if you want to feel better than you have in a long time, you need to reach out to my friend at Elite Men's Health. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter, and people ask me all the time about my results with testosterone replacement therapy at Elite Men's Health. And I can tell you this firsthand, 100% testosterone replacement therapy works. So it's helped me feel better than I have in forever. So if you feel run down or tired all the time, you might have low testosterone. And if you feel like you have less strength than you used to, if you feel like you have less endurance, you might have low testosterone. And if you're struggling to lose belly weight or experiencing lower libido, you might have low testosterone. And that's where Elite Elite Men's Health comes in. Go by for an evaluation. Let Elite check your levels. And if your levels are low, let them develop a plan that's perfect for your body. So since I've been going to Elite, my total testosterone has increased 400%. And my free testosterone is up over 300%. So if you want to feel like you did when you were in your late teens and early 20s, head to Elite Men's Health. 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro and EliteMensHealth.com. Enjoy incredible sleep savings during Gamble Homes Labor Day sales event going on now through September 18th. Shop Gamble's and get up to $1,200 off select mattresses and adjustable base sets from respectable brands like Simmons Black, Swank, and Serta Arctic. And you can save up to $300 on Lazy Boys. Plus, pay no sales tax and get 48 months interest-free on qualified purchases. Save big and sleep soundly during Gamble Homes Labor Day sales event now through September 18th. Visit Gamble Home in the Farville Curve and GH Express at Highland Drive in the Uptown. Gamble home. Shop local, give local. At First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, it is important that we are where you are. You see, it's not only about offering the latest in banking technology, it's also about being there for you. We pride ourselves in having multiple locations where you are never far from one of our offices. We know it's important to you that from time to time you visit with us personally about a product or service or just a question about your account. We know the convenience of that service is important. You see, it's not just about the products we offer, but it is also about convenience. That's why we are where you are. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, member FDIC. What are you looking for in a dentist? Experience, a friendly, caring staff, the latest in procedures and technology. You can have all of those things at Brooklyn Dental. Dr. Tony and Dr. Adams have been taking care of patients across the area for years and have brought that care to the all-new Brooklyn Dental. They're accepting new patients right now and work with all types of insurance. So why wait? Call Brooklyn Dental now at 393-5330 to schedule an appointment. That's 393-5330. Brooklyn Dental, open now on Highway 49 North in Brooklyn. In football, collisions are an exciting part of the game. In real life, that's a whole other story. 
Collision Repair in Jonesboro knows the hassle that a wreck or fender bender causes in our day-to-day -day lives. You need to be back in your vehicle fast and don't have time to keep taking it back into the shop for missed details. Collision Repair is committed to delivering quality work in a timely manner so you can be back on the road fast. Get your vehicle fixed right the first time. Call Collision Repair, 935-9482. A-State football and the social Jonesboro are the perfect winning combination for game day. The social has an amazing, delicious, fantastic, and tasty menu that goes perfect for pre- or post-game. Plus, the official Red Wolves away game watch party takes place at the social. What we're saying is, it does not get any better than the social on Red Wolves game day. The name says it all. Get social at the social and get ready to howl with fellow A-State Red Wolves fans on every game day. The social at Greensboro Village in Jonesboro. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Kate about to wrap up a Thursday here on the ticket. Last call on the Right Fiber Hotline. What team do you love to hate? 9303776. Not a lot of time left, so you gotta you gotta talk quickly. Or you can chat at us after the program on Twitter. Uh, something I meant to mention earlier today when we were we were deep in our A-State talk previously on the program, and it, and it slipped my mind, but I want to throw it out there now. And then I just want to give a, a shout-out to A-State AD or VCIA or whatever we've decided to collectively to call them. He said uh, AD was fine. Okay, all right, we're going with AD. <laughs> it's just shorter. But I want to give a shout-out to A-State AD Jeff Pearson and Arkansas State Athletics because what did they do yesterday? They put out a state-of-the-pack newsletter and this is actually going to be a bi-monthly thing so every couple weeks you're going to be able to see this newsletter either in your email or on astateredwolves.com or on there's going to be links posted on twitter there's going to be links posted on facebook you're, it's 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 there one of the things that bothered me about the previous year and a half or so under previous leadership was was a complete lack of communication from arkansas state athletics and I like to think of myself as somebody who's fairly well-connected with what's going on, but I, I felt like there were a lot of things going on then that I just was not in the loop for at all. Or maybe there wasn't anything going on, and that's why we didn't. <laughs> we weren't in the loop. But but I just feel like this is a big, this is a big step forward. Communicate with your fans. Let your fans know what's going on. Now, did, did Jeff Purinton drop anything groundbreaking in his first State of the Pack newsletter? I Not really. Yeah. But he just said, hey, I'm here. It's been great getting settled in over the past three months. Can't wait to get people to know people better. Can't wait to see more people out at, at our games. You know, and then uh, there was a big long list of everything going on in A-State Athletics that touched on like every single program and everything that's gone on in the past three months. Communication. You love to see it. I love to see it. So I'm curious what he'll continue to put out there as, as this continues to go along. But I just, I was, I was, <laughs> I thought that was great yesterday. Again, going to put out a state of the pack newsletter twice a month. So pretty cool. So uh, we'll continue to look forward to that. Lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that music means to me mouth starts watering as soon as it hits uh but uh that's a that's a wrap on today's workday red zone appreciate keith merritt sharing his hatred of 
Kansas with us in, in hour one. Also appreciate Evan Barnes joining us today to talk Tigers football. If you missed that chat, it'll be up later at 953theticket.com. Keep it here. Dan Patrick is next, followed by The Drive with Cade Carlton at 3 o'clock. Have it here in the morning for the front row with Budro at 7, RWRC Radio with JC Comes Your Way at 10, the Workday Red Zone returns tomorrow at noon. So for Kate, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great afternoon.